Welcome back to episode 25, season 2, How to in a Good Walk. This is going to be a good pod today. I've got some feelings, got some good stories, new, old, let's go. Well, a uh, bit of a caveat, as I said last week. At this point, we are, in essence, a live golf podcast, aren't we? Because that's all that's going on. Well, yeah, I mean... It's ridiculous. Like, literally today, when we're planning this, I mean, it's a good job we've done it late because everything's happened today, again. Well, I went on my feed 35 minutes ago. Rory, 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 lawsuit. Rory, Rory, Rory. Rory, you mean the PGA Tour chief spokesman? <laughs> chief ambassador, number one fan. Wearing the, see what, he's going for parliament, isn't he? It's mad. He's new prime minister of the PGA Tour. He's basically running the show at the minute, by, by the looks of things. Um, but before that, Josh, let's start Chop of the Week. Yeah, so I want to talk about snacks on the golf course. Okay, I'm going to go with my snack first here. And this might be controversial. This is an ideal snack in my mind. Malt loaf. I can get behind that. I can get behind butter that. Butter or no butter? On the golf course, probably no butter. Yeah. Gets off, a bit messy the in the bag. Course, butter on yeah. the golf course. And I, I'm not talking like on these little bite size. I'm talking a whole loaf to myself. Oh, yeah. Just and I'm, dying I'm, chunks off it. And I'm chewing it. I'm chewing oh, it. Right. I'm chewing it like a bite size. 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, similar flapjacks. I yeah. think it's always good. Um, I am partial. I mean, like chocolate bar, obviously, is always quite a good bit of sugar. If there's a halfway house, though, this is where this changes. Well, if there's a halfway house, I can get behind a butty. Well, here we Sausage go. Sausage roll. Get behind so, something like that. In the new series, Josh, Back Nine Films, we're going to frequent and find the best bacon sarnie. I like it. Has it. I like it. Okay, and we're going to go to some mint golf courses, and we'll both try, and we'll both give our opinions. Yes. On the bacon boy. Um, okay, so we're talking no halfway house, just going in your bag. Yes. One for me, malt loaf, what you? Like a flapjack, something like that. Yeah. Standard, right? Yeah. Now, I don't really know how to put this. In fact, I'm going to put it, put this to you. What do you think would be the weirdest snack you've ever seen anyone have? Like a mackerel sandwich. Right. Let me put this to you. A plain... Plain chicken breast on its own. Just like chomping on a chicken breast, mate. I mean, if here we go, if it was one of those packs you can buy from Tesco, yeah, just got individual pieces, then fine, fair enough. So that's it. Yeah, buy in that, wrap it in tin foil, and stick it in the Mm. in the bag. That's weird, mate. That's weird. I'm sorry. Walking down a fairway and someone pulls out a. Chicken breast. I hate to say it, but I've done that. Mate. <laughs> Playing event ones, I'd cooked two chicken breasts the night before, ate one, kept one, and just, yeah, just sort of chomped on it. But I'd actually cut it up prior, so I was eating like little chunks. Right. On a day like today, it's 30 degrees outside, Oh, no, right? not on a day like today. It'd yeah. be like cooking. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this person under the bus. Dave, the podcast number one fan, loves being chopped the week. You are, this is, this is terrible. Why is he playing tomorrow? Isn't it? And you said what? Mate, every time we play, every time we play, he probably has one on like the sixth hole and then the fourteenth chicken, but just a chicken breast on its own. Any flavour to it? Just a chicken breast out the pack. I can't get behind that. Yeah, weird. Cooked or uncooked? <laughs> just rolled in Tesco on the way. Getting some raw chicken. Get get onto our Instagram, How to Read a Walk, and message us if you think that's weird. Weird or not weird. And also, put your snack down. I don't think it's weird. It's Mate, if it was a butty, I could be more behind it. I don't think it's weird, but I, I thought you were going to say like... Firstly, chicken breasts stink, right? I love chicken. I have chicken every day. They stink, mate, when they're cold. When they're 
cold and then warmed up again in your golf bag, they're going to stink even more. Stinks the food boys, man. Stinks, mate. But they they smell. Chicken breasts smell like poo. I'm not going to lie. It's a fact. So, there's one time when I was coaching, so imagine like a hot day like today, cooked chicken like before, some rice left over, put it in a Tupperware. I've opened it, right, and I felt the heat radiating out <laughs> of the container. And I've eaten like some like three or four bites and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have to bid this. I, 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 it's definitely gonna give me the absolute shits. <laughs> Couldn't eat it, but yeah. I can't get behind it being a chopper story, Dave. I'm gonna back you up here. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not Mate, that I'm is not weird. Down. Come on. That's not that weird. It is. Put put some bread on it. Pure Make games. it a butty. Low carb in it. Well, I can't get behind it. Have a have a flapjack. You don't want low carb when you're playing golf, mate. You want carbs to get you around. Yeah, I guess. So. But. Anyway, Dave's Dave's gonna be buzzing that you agree with him. I think it's really strange. Dave, I got your back. And every time they, every time I play with him, I tell him that's weird. <laughs> Why have you not heard this before then? Because I've got mate, I've got so many chopper stories. I got to save them up. To be fair, there's been some funnier ones. Uh, in the it's not really a chopper story. I just want to know what people. I want people to message us and tell us what their snack is and if they think a plain chicken breast that's been cooking in your bag is not weird or weird. Mm, I'm not sure how weird that is. Sorry. It's absolutely, <laughs> I think it's strange as anything. Anyway, we'll leave that there. Let's move on to Tour Trash Talk because we've got so much to talk about. Oh, my good God. Okay, let's start off with... Live? Go live. No, no. Let's start with Callum Shinquin. Callum Shinquin. We're going to talk Kazoo, kazoo Open, aren't So we? he is the Kazoo Open in Wales, winner, champion, whatever you want to call him. Um, I remember actually watching him probably about five years ago, right? Maybe longer. Scary. Uh, he had a chance in the Scottish Open, and he made a bogey down the last to go in the playoff, and then lost in the playoff to Rafa Cabrera-Bello. Um But I remember shouting at the TV, like, do not go for it. He's a par five, and he could have hit, like, drive a 7-9 wedge on. He tried to go drive a three-wood and hit it in the water. Or hit, the bu- hit it in the bunker left and didn't make up and down. It was like, the one place you couldn't miss it was where he missed it. Yeah. So I remember shouting at the TV, like, what are you doing? Anyway, that's not the story. So I was watching it, I think it was on the Saturday this, Saturday or Sunday. And he's walking on the fairway. Tim Barr asked him some questions and they got onto gear. And he is a Callaway equipment, ambassador. Equipment. Equipment, sorry. <laughs> do, not, do not lower the tone. Sorry. Equipment, gear, whatever he uses. So he's a Callaway ambassador of some description, right? Yeah. So you, yeah. Yeah, I started asking him, like, how the driver going? Da, 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 da. And he answered, saying, no, the driver's great. I just couldn't get the shaft from Callaway that I wanted. Like, it was one of the... I don't know quite the words he used, but one of the exclusive ones, one of the really expensive ones, only like the likes of like Ram, Showfly, you can get the hands on. So he's like, oh, so I've, I've, I've spent my own money and I've, I've bought it off eBay. And then he's got him one. How what? bad does that look for Callaway? And the amount of money they pay everybody terrible. else and they can't give him a shaft. That is terrible. That is not good, that. Not is that. Like, if you... If you... I don't know how, long, how much longer we will be with Callaway well, for saying that. And he called them out as well on it, which is even worse. Not, not the fact. So, okay, it looks bad that they've not given it him, but the fact that he's then called them out is unreal. Um, but if you surely right, they sponsor him in some way, even if it's just a club deal. Surely, it's in their interest for him to have the best club, the best chance of winning. I, I don't. That's I don't even know what to say but to that. I know, I know for a fact that a lot of these companies used to just sponsor everybody, try and give kits to everybody and pay a lot of people to be the number one driver on tour. Yeah. 
that's to all brands. That's not just Callaway or TaylorMade. Obviously, those two could pay the most, and that's why TaylorMade for a long time was the number one driver on tour. Yeah. Because they were paying a lot of people to use it. Yeah. Um, but my, my my point being here is, I forgot my point. Uh, yeah, is that now they've gone from being not supporting everybody to almost bring all that money in, and we'll just go big on the big players. See. Which I, which I understand going big on the big players. Which actually makes more sense to think about it. It but... does. But if you're going to have someone as a brand ambassador or sponsor them for clubs or however you want to do it, just provide the club, man. Do it to the best you can. Yeah, but they'll say they have done that. No, they haven't, though, because they're not going the shaft that's perfect for him. Yeah, but they'll say the best that they could do was X, wouldn't they? Where what they really need to be doing is saying, the best clubs that we have are X, Y, Z, and you need X, Y, do you know what I mean? As opposed to saying, well, we can't give you the best, mate, because you're not John Rahm, which is in essence what they've done. Yeah, exactly, from what you said, yeah. Which is terrible. And you need yeah. to get get yourself over to Cobra, mate. Scottsdale Golf, get your third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice little plug in there. Cheers, yeah, bro. absolutely. Um, okay, so let's go on to Women's Open, Josh. Women's Open. Won by... An- Ashley and forgive me if I get this wrong. Buhai? 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 No, I can't pronounce the surname, sorry. Um, um, it was at Muirfield, fashion. wasn't it? Muirfield. Muirfield. Dramatic fashion. Muirfield, one of the oldest venues, isn't it? So it's quite historic. That. Oh, sorry, it's kicked you on the table. It's right, don't um, It is, and she beat Ji Chun at the fourth playoff hole. Well, so she was something like four or five shots ahead going into the final round, got clawed back. And then, well, managed to win in the playoff. I mean, you would be absolutely gutted being that many ahead and then not winning. And to be fair, if you were that many ahead and someone's come from so far back, you'd potentially expect the person that's come from so far back to win because that's a absolute heads-gone moment or oh. potential being a heads-gone moment. 100%. Like, like the momentum's not with you, is it? I was clear and now I'm not kind of thing. So... um but she had a unbelievable up and down from Greenside Bunker to win. So fair dues. It, the her final score was ten under. So they were both ten under. Then you had someone at nine under, and then seven. So it wasn't massively high scoring, really, considering no. what we saw the um, the the men's open open and the scores that we saw there. So and quite high purse, seven point three million. Very big purse. Lou Maguire, another good performance. I mean, she's flying the flag for Irish golf. Like, we talk of her being like a role model. Um, also, you've got, um, said Bronte Law made the cut. She finished 48 plus five. Um, so, I mean, there's, I mean, not really that many players under par, really, was there? I think, I think the final Down day was quite tied tough. to 19th. The final day was quite tough. Very, very good. Well, that's a very good win and in some fashion. Um, Tell you what, I was thinking this today, right? They are all... Their rhythm is a joke. Yeah. Their short game, inside 100 yards... I'd love to know their stats inside 100 yards. And I bet you it's better than the men's. Um. Yeah, probably, well, potentially. I don't know. I don't know... In what what measurement are you giving? Like proximity to the hole, or yeah, uh, I mean, just like sort of strokes gained. 
because my yeah my only thought is from a hundred yards they'll be hitting different clubs, won't they? No, they're gonna hit a wedge, mate. Yeah, I know, but what what they're wedge? They're gonna hit a wedge. All I'm thinking is you maybe do it from fifty in it because it's a chip, isn't it? More of a chip. I know they'll be paying a chip from hundred yards, but what I'm saying is, mate. Mate, they you've got this perception in your head that they don't. I like, haven't. Me. I haven't. No, I haven't. Don't put don't put words in my mouth or my head, because I don't. I don't. So don't do that, because that is that's so incorrect. I. I'm gonna leave that there, and we'll move on before you say something that I've not said, because <laughs> that's what you were just about to no, do. No, I wasn't. I'm just winding up. No, but um, I honestly reckon the stats would be um. The same, if not better. But why? Because I just after watching the TV the other day, everybody that was just looking at hitting shots in, just like boom, lasered in, boom, lasered in. Taught a guy called Joe last night. He's like, right, get me to tip, get me to pitch like some of these ladies. They are unbelievable. But what what do you think? I think so. Do you think that's because they put more importance on the short game as opposed well, to hit, biffing it long? I I think this is not. I mean, I I think because they don't hit it as long as some of the men. For example, the par fives and some of the longer par four, uh, short par fours aren't reachable for them like they are the men. Obviously, the course is slightly adjusted, but what my point is, there's, there's more shots for that range, in right. my opinion. Yeah. So, therefore, there's got to be more onus on that. Like, yeah. you, you take some of these short par fours, or what are short par fours to the men on tour, not to us mere mortals, um, <laughs> they're hitting driver and onto the green, whereas like some of these ladies might be in that sort of 100-yard range, 50-yard range, um, so I think there's a lot more onus on that, and I also think that side of the game they're just absolutely mustered at. Yeah, yeah. Um, another interesting fact: all going all the way back to the year 2000, mm. she is the only South African winner. Really? Yeah. That does surprise me. Yeah. Oh, that between 2000 and now, don't know if that was the first or if there's been any. But in recent record, yeah. yeah. So you've had a couple from Sweden, Scottish, English, Korean, American, Mexican, Australian, Thai. They're testing your flags there, aren't we? Japanese, German, but no South African. Very, very interesting. Chilean. Yeah. I mean, there's only probably been three South African winners of the right of the actual the Open Men's Open. Can you name them? Yeah, Gary Player, uh, Louis Tazen. Twice, maybe two. Did Charles Schwartz ever win it? No, he won the Masters. He won the Masters. I know he won the Masters. Yeah. So I think there may have been two in in in, in the men's. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't fact check that, FYI. Oh, I'm pretty. I'm. That's pretty just come off the top of his head. So. Oh, I'm pretty confident in that, Josh. This is a fact found in mine. Right. In here. Hold on, I'm going to put the mat down. Search it one sec. I'm going to. I'll plug this time. So it's probably a good time just to plug and say that this podcast is sponsored and supported by Scottsdale Golf. Um, for next day custom fitting. Go and visit www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk. Um, like I said last week, like I have been fitted there, and it's one of the best experiences. And I put a few guys that I teach onto them, and uh, yeah, they're very very happy with the experience. One of them said put a fit in, one driver, and one long game. So yeah, they're very happy. And back to Josh. <laughs> so I, you're wrong. How many winners? So there is. Arthur Darcy Locke, giving the moniker Bobby, 
he won it at Royal St. George's. Right, I mean... Wait, in 1949. Yeah, because I didn't know that. Well, hold on a minute. You said ever. Then you've got Gary Player. Mm-hmm. The Legend of the Black Knight. Then you've got Big Easy. Oh, I forgot Ernie. Ernie Els. Um, Louis Eustazen, which you got. So there's been four. Four. Should have got Ernie Els. He's at Roll at Roll of the Money. I've gone off the article. Yeah, I rolled in. I know that. Don't fact check that. Don't need to. <laughs> okay, Josh, let's move on to Live Golf because. In the last 30 minutes, so we're recording this Wednesday evening, this probably will be up Thursday morning, so you can enjoy the rest of your golf and get up to date with this, but in the last 30 minutes, it has just exploded. We mentioned last week some potential players um, filing a lawsuit to allow them to play or potential to play in the yep. final of the FedEx Cup or the final few events of FedEx Cup. Yep. Break the news, Josh. So, as of right now, they have been denied... The restraining order that they requested has not been granted. They cannot play. Whether they can appeal it, I do not know. But they cannot play, as of now, in the FedEx Cup playoffs. I mean, that's pretty big. It is huge. And it's, like I said, I don't know I don't know whether they can appeal it, but the judges ruled that they will not be able to compete in the FedEx Cup playoffs. And that's a, is it a big win for the PJ Tour? Yes, I'd say so. Like they, I'm genuinely surprised they've won, though. I'm not gonna lie. You genuinely surprised that the PJ Tour have won? Yeah. Why? Just from what I read, like the, the, the owners of Live don't want to hear no. I know, but their reach only goes so far, doesn't it? So, um. The judge has denied a motion Tuesday afternoon to three live golf members seeking partic- to participate in the FedEx Cup playoffs, giving the PGA Tour the first victory in the legal battle between the tours. As part of the lawsuit filed by Phil Mickelson, Brash Sambo and others against the PGA Tour last week, three players, Taylor Gooch, Hudson Swafford and Matt Jones, attempted to get a temporary restraining order to play in this week's FedEx St. Jude Championships in Memphis. They argued that the tour had inflicted irreparable harm by keeping the players who had been suspended by the tour for their participation in live golf events out of the tour's postseason. So, very interesting. The judge sided with the tour. He said, live contracts are based upon players' calculation of what they were leaving behind. Adding they had not established a likelihood of success by their merits in the overall antitrust case wow so is he basically saying like you're paid this money because you knew you couldn't come back here you can't take that money and come back here basically basically yeah it's saying that they've they've not obviously calculated what they're walking away from um lawyers for both live golf and pj tour at times seem to be making cases for the other side a live golf legal representative called the fedex cup the super bowl of golf while PJ Tour representation claimed that the Live Golf event at Trump Bedminster had more elite players than the field at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Very interesting that for them to be saying sort of like the so opposite. So wait, the Live Golf were trying to support the PJ Tour. So the Live Golf, yeah. So they referred to it's like a double bluff, isn't it? the FedEx Cup as a Super Bowl golf, and PJ Tour claimed that the Live Golf had more elite players at, at the Rock than they did at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Um. 
and then the judge appeared to be poking holes in both sides, taking exception with the PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monaghan's ability to have absolute say in suspending players while questioning if someday the tour would be the party fight. Where the tour would be the party filing antitrust action against Live Golf. So, I mean, this is just going to rumble on and on. Um, Live Golf have said that they're disappointed that the players won't be allowed to play. No one gains by banning golfers from playing. Um, and then Jay Monaghan has sent a memo to players saying, with today's news, our players, fans and partners can now focus on what really matters over the next three weeks. The best players in the world competing in the FedEx Cup playoffs. There's a dig. Capping off an incredibly compelling season. Oh my God, it's a massive dig. With the crowning of the FedEx Cup champion at the Tour Championships. So, And I think on that note, the Rory's sort of got the most interesting thing on this. He's come out and said... So basically his reaction is interviewed and he said, I certainly have a little bit more respect for the guys who haven't put their name to a lawsuit. So, I mean, it becomes a little bit more personal personal, uh, because of that. So basically saying like the guys who have gone and stuck to the word and gone and not tried to come back got more respect because his point is you can't take all that money and come yeah. back and play with us. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I mean... <sighs> Well, after the ruling, the judge said that um, he set the timeline for the remainder of the Mickelson versus PJ Tour lawsuit in saying that the Live Golf asserts antitrust action by the PJ Tour is set to begin in September 23. But interestingly, Poulter won his against the PJ, European Tour playing the Scottish. Yeah, and he played in the Czech, didn't he? Mm. I mean, this is just... It's, get, it's getting messy. It was messy anyway, but... It's going to get messy between players, though. Like, yep. if you're a player who has left, try to come back, and then Rory's saying something like that, vice versa, Rory's going to say, I've not got respect for you. He's obviously a respected name within his field. It's going to get messy, though. Boxing match. Boxing <laughs> match. Live versus PGA Tour. So, let's quickly move on. Stay on Live, but let's move on and talk Cam Smith. Wow. Has he gone yet? Will he go? No. Dick, he'll go. Give me a yes or no. I'd be, sh- I'd be very shocked if he goes. But I can understand why he would go. They're guaranteeing him £100 million. Okay, he's earned enough to set his family up for life anyway, but he sets generations up with that. Generations. Mate, he sets mate. generation on generation up with that. So he's come out. Obviously, it's come out that he's apparently signing for Live Golf and he's going to play in the next event next month right however he's come out to say I have no comment on that I'm here to play the playoffs so it'd be interesting right he's champion golf of the year right he plays the playoffs so he wins the FedEx Cup and then goes to live holy jeez mate the fact that he's champion golf of the year so has he confirmed he's going no 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 that's just been leaked that he's going I have no comment on that yeah he also said something. But every time a player's been leaked that they go in, they've gone. denied it, they've gone in the end. Yeah. Brooks, Bryson. I mean, I just... I Do I want him to go? Does it bother me if he goes? No. I think he will go. Go on. Do you think he'll go? Do you think he'll go? I think he will. I mean, if he... I don't know. I have no idea. But like I said, he's... According to to this, I'm reading here, he's reportedly signed a hundred million plus deal to join Live. 
with the Aussie apparently set to tee up at the next little event in Boston next month. But he is, he's come out and said he's got no comment on it. He's not denied it though. Exactly. So, so whichever way you look at it, if you... it, if it was if it was not true, he denied it. So how can he basically be pretty much playing but play the FedEx? Is it because he's not actually teed it up in one? Yeah, he's not technically. He's not gone. Like, he's. It's very much like Stenson. This play the open and do it. You know what I mean? But the thing is though. Can you imagine if he wins the FedEx Cup? Here's a question. If he wins the FedEx Cup and then goes, having won the <laughs> Open as well. If so he hadn't champion... won the Open, would he be there now? Would he be playing Bedminster this week? Last week? Last two week, weeks so. ago. No. no. I disagree. If comments come out like that, you're pretty much... It's almost like a football transfer, right? But why, would it, why does it matter whether he won the Open or not? Because the Open was before. Because, and the reason why I say this... Is because now you've won the Open, now you're a major champion, right? You enter this field of elite of the elite now. You can play in that major for the rest of your life. You can you enter the ma- next majors for the next few years. I know that didn't make matter to him, but you've now become a major champion. You potentially, if you win the next, if you play ne- the next one, or let's think about it now, from this time to next year, he could win the next three. He could be holding all four. He could have the career Grand Slam, not in the same year, but he could potentially be in for the career Grand Slam. I know it's a long way of thinking about that, mm. but if he joins Live. He can't do that. Potentially, we don't know next year. But I think if he hadn't been a major champion, he thought, you know what, cash my chips in, seen a bit, I'm still going to get some money. But also, I also think he could be negotiating more money because now he is Mission. champion golf of the year. Tell you what, mate, if he goes, if he goes, that is huge for me. He's number. He's the European Tour, PJ Tours. One of four or number one asset right now. Well, he's he's second in the world rankings, so you've only got Scottish Scheffler above him. Like, mate, that is a massive, massive win for them. Like, we said we said it would be like the full floodgates all open. DJ went, and that was big. Bryson obviously went. Mm. Brooks went. Players started to trickle over. Mate, if Cameron Smith goes, uh, how many more players? Not taking anything away from anyone. Big name players. Because a lot have gone already. But you're talking players that are a little bit older. Rory Ram. How many more big name players need to go for it to sort of tip towards live in the quality of the field? I think if you're eight of your world's top ten at the minute, go. Eight. Only eight. I mean, um, not only eight. eight's a lot. As in eight's a lot. I'd say, mate, if Cam Smith goes and then you get two or three more, mate, that field is strong. Brooks, DJ, Patrick Reed, Bubba Watson. Mate, they are big names in golf. Cameron Smith, Mm. if he goes. Matt Wolf, big name in golf, mate. Like, okay, he's not won. He he was up there for the US Open against Bryce and he's not necessarily played brilliantly, but he's he's a a big name in golf. Yeah, but he's a big name in golf still. Like, is he? Of course he is. No, I don't agree. If you if you say to any golf, if he didn't swing it the way he does, yeah, but he does swing it the way he does. That's the point. That's no, what I was going to say. These guys are people big... know him. No, but these guys it's like are... Jim Furyk. Yeah, these guys are their name because of what they won, not what they swing like. Yeah, but still a big name regardless. Yeah, yeah okay, I get your point. Still sponsored by Taylor Made. Still all over their stuff. See, it's interesting how some guys have lost sponsors, but equipment manufacturers haven't just been sort of sat on the fence. But or... yeah, because they they. They're just seeing dollar signs, mate. 
yeah. More right. people, more people seeing it. More people. Yeah. I watched something on uh, Greg Norman the day about about his house and his ranch and stuff. Yeah. And this was obviously pre-live announcement, and he his is like, I'm, he said basically, I'm like, I'm really enjoying my um, time away from the golf course, helping grow the game of golf in juniors, amateurs, male, female, all walks of golf. And this is obviously pre. Um, we're already invested over two hundred million into the Asian tour. Lived has already. Yeah. Um. And then obviously now they've got their own tour. Mm. It's just, I'm so intrigued to see how it plays out. Personally, I've said this before on the podcast. We can, I can only see it going one way in that players can do both. But I don't think there'll be of the players that have gone. I only think there'll be a handful that want to do both. I think if they can get their world ranking points from live events... They won't ever. I doubt that. That's a stumbling block. That's the thing for me, which will be... Why won't they do that? I don't see how. Because surely that's got to be a it's negotiation. Be a four-round event. Well, again, that'll be part of the negotiation, won't it, between living and the world rankings. I don't see how that's fair, right? If that, if you can get world ranking points, right? Think about it this way, right? You've got 156 man field most weeks at the event, right? At a PGA a tour. A PGA tour, let's say, on average. So everybody in that event has a chance of gaining world ranking points. Yeah. Obviously, more better players, better world ranking points. Yeah. You've only got a closed field. So eventually... Yeah, but you... they're not, though. They're saying they're, they're saying Yeah, they're but not it is at the minute. Is it at the minute? If they're doing shotgun starts, there can only ever be a closed field. There's never going to be one five six playing. Listen, listen. There's never going to be one five six playing. So if those players... Are, let's say they've got eight of the world's top ten. And those players, for the 14 events every single year, are playing against the top people every single week... They're only going to get their their world rankings will only be the bands benefiting. I know there's more events, but basically it's done on the stature of the event. The Correct. more points are on offer, the better the field. Correct. Exactly, that's my point. So you're only going to ever get your world ranking points being in that event if they allow it to be in there, which they're not. They can't. It can't be a close. It's pretty much a closed shop. Yeah, but so as of next year, it isn't a closed shop. That's going to change. But also, but the fields are one five six. Well. I don't know I don't work for Liv but what I'm saying is this will be part of the negotiation mm. because because the players so you're right in what you're saying about the four four rounds yeah but if the world ranking people go and say your events need to be four rounds and then they can be world ranking counting I guarantee the players will go let's do four rounds because then we get world ranking points and then we can play all the majors do you know what I mean? So there will be a negotiation there, surely. But where... the attractive thing for Liv is right now is it's different, isn't it? That's what they're saying. It's it a is, shorter, but... faster form of golf. If they don't... if they... But then it's four rounds of golf, but still, you can only have a certain amount of players. You can only have four players starting every tee, maximum. It's not one five six. It's what I do shotgun starts. Well, it'd be interesting to see how they do it and, and what... Because um... their idea is, that's glamorous, you turn it on, four hours later, they're all finished. Right, that's their idea. Yeah. So the the, the limit. So it, it, let's say they had. But they must have thought about this in some way. Yeah, well, because I'm, I'm not... sure they have. I'm sure like we're we're troubleshooting for them right here, but they've already done all this. Because they because they will want their events to be world ranking. So the maximum players they can have is seventy two players, ever, if they do shotgun start. So what? So okay. That's four players every team. Let's say they can double up on two tees, but okay. Let's yeah. say so they can have eighty players. Yeah. So, but that's this. Is what I mean, this is why it's going to be interesting because surely, 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 surely to God, part of their pitch to the players would be: this is what we're working on to get world ranking points off these events. 
surely. Because I guarantee you, those players will still mm. want to play in major events. 100%. And the, re- the way to get into major events is either win a major yeah. or be top 50 or whatever it is, top 100 or whatever. No, no, I, mean? I, I agree. But... So there must have be there must be something that they have planned. I mean, we've spoke about them talking with the world with the world ranking people already. We we talked about that what, two three weeks ago. So there must be conversation ongoing. But it will be interesting mm. to see how it works. Yeah. What they do and how they how they say right. Okay, you can do this. There's massive implications if they do because it's a close shop in my eyes. It'd be very in comparison. It'd be very interesting to see. Um, right, let's leave live there because. We've spoke about it. We need to call off it. Let's talk about Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler just getting inside the playoffs, one, two, five. Skin of his teeth. And all the news, Sactus Caddy. Sactus Caddy, yeah. Did he Sactus Caddy prior or after? No, no, no. Today, I think that's happened. And they've been together, what, 12 years? Oh, God. Now you're testing me. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so today, I've just seen, I saw a post before. When was this posted? I mean, I have to say, he's not been in very good form the last two or three years. And I'm surprised he's not sacked his caddy before now. I mean, I don't see that in a bad thing. But usually, when players aren't playing well, the first thing they do, the old booty. Yeah, they get rid, don't they? They do. Um, So, wow, they joined forces back in 2009. That is a long time ago. And you're right, it is strange that he has... I only just made this move now. Question. Fire away. Without wanting to sound... Obviously, we know the relationship between player and caddy is massive. Hugely important. Right? How much difference... And I don't want to sound derogatory in any way to a caddy because I know the importance of a caddy. But how much difference could this make to Ricky Fowler's game? I mean, in my opinion, a caddy doesn't do much. Oh, that's not the answer I thought you were going to give me. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a lie. Like, I think some caddies think they do more than they do. But if your player's playing well, they're playing well. Yeah. You're there for them, they're not playing well. You're there to manage them in difficult situations. Yeah. Um, I think a good caddy's probably worth like one or two shots around, let's say. Yeah. Maybe not that. Which I think is interesting because I I didn't think you, I thought you would be more on side. They are massively important. Because I do understand that it's important that they aren't just there to give you a yardage, yardage are they? No. And, the caddy, I guess. I think each relationship is different. Wants, yeah, each relationship is different. Like when I was caddying for Tom, um, I'd be helping him with like swing thoughts, yeah, yardage, wind, clubs, pretty much everything. Someone to talk to. Um, whereas some caddies are literally just there to carry a bag and someone to talk to. Yeah, that's equally amazing. some players get involved reading put caddies get involved reading puts. I think it depends on your relationship. Like their relationship was probably very hands on. He was probably there every coaching session, every training session, reading puts, reading greens, whatever it was, he yeah. was very much involved. Yeah. Whereas maybe another a fresh approach will help Ricky because I think so. Like he's not played well for a long time. Like God. he's just slipped down and down the world rankings. We're talking about a guy that was the next big thing coming out of Oklahoma University and gonna win all these majors and he's not really won much. He was touted to win everything, wasn't he? Yeah. He was not the next the Tiger pod- Woods. Yeah, well, but yeah, maybe like, he was. It's very it'd be it, it's sad really, but it'd be Really good to see him bounce back and almost like have that bounce back effect and, and have a good finish because when we, it was a few back end of last year, start of this year, we we thought, but hell, he had a few good finishes and mm. he looked quite good, but then it's all gone quiet again. So 
it'll be interesting to see. Um, and again, we'll keep up to date with who goes on the bag and and what happens. But anybody announced yet? No. No, not yet. It, it's just happened today, like in the last, literally in the last day. So Ricky Fowler keeps his card and gets in one two five playoffs. You've got. What's his name again? Justin Lower. Justin Lower. He earned 700 and something grand this year. Yeah. And he's missed out by one bogey in the last hole. Yeah. And he was gutted. I Mate, mean, I'd be in that situation. Like, I remember Tom one year bogeyed the last to miss out getting his card for the European Tour. Finished oh. 16th on the money list. Brutal, mate. Brutal, brutal. Absolutely brutal. What do you even say? Like Nothing in, you can say. In the, in, in the interview after the guy's in bits, like, he's, mate, he can't put words together. He's crying. Like, I mean, he's obviously earned a lot of money. Mm. But... It's the difference between earning that money this year and earning nothing next year. Yeah, because now he's what, back on Corn Ferry Tour. No, he will have a certain amount of starts with that category. Just missing out, you'll get a few. You'll get a few starts, but it means he'll have to do very well on those starts and probably won't get in the big events. So when he's not playing, I assume it'll be Corn Ferry. Yeah, you can do Monday qualifying as well for PJ Tour mm, events. Um, but then probably Web dot com tour, not Corn Ferry. Web dot com is above that. Oh, is it? I think so. Um, I thought Corn Ferry was the, the route in. It is a route in, but web.com's bigger. Oh, well, I've never heard of that. That's, that's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> you learn something new every day, don't you? You do. So, because that's always a tricky one, isn't it? Because we've, as, as we, we spoke with Chris Hansen about this back in season one, funding this is, is not easy. And okay, he's made 700 grand this year, but he's, well, had to pay an awful lot of that out mm-hmm. to managers and caddies and whatever. He's probably taking 200 grand home. Which which we are not saying is not a lot of money, but when you are funding travelling around America... When you're considering you've got 700 to come in. And you're funding travelling around America to play golf and enter competitions, etc., etc., it's tough, which is why obviously it means so much and you want to keep your card, especially at that level, like... Yeah, it looks golf is all glamorous. To what was it the the caddy said at the at the open? Obviously, along the lines of golf is all glamorous, isn't it? At the top level, but actually, it's not. He said something like it's like people think it's like marriage or something, or it's romantic, didn't he? I've never heard about. When we were at the open, mm. the caddy that you knew, oh he yeah, came over. He said they think it's all romantic, like marriage, but it's not. It's actually like divorce. Yeah, like. It's tough. It's tough. It is tough much. being a pro. You have highs, you have massive lows, and we, we only just, see we the, the shiny stuff. Up. We just see the glamorized yeah. guys that travel private jet. In reality, it's not. You're traveling back of the plane most weeks. That's, That's the true right. story of playing golf on tour. Right. I was going to talk to Tony Finau doing his doggy and dropping his phone no, in the pool, but I was a bit embarrassed by him actually. He's had a few good weeks though. So. Yeah, leave him to it. Um, tip of the week. Tip of the week. Mm. So, here's my thought, right? Do many people think about how they strike driver? How they strike driver? Yeah, where they strike it. Where they strike it. So, I mean, what I think is, uh, before you look at your swing and think that's caused your bad shot, it could just be strike location. Uh, okay, so, if you yeah. hit out the heel, that right-hander could cause a massive slice. Big out the right. toe, as Josh finds regularly, could cause a massive hook. So... First things first, just put a bit of deodorant on your club face and just have a look where you're sort of hitting the ball and then identify <laughs> it. Because I don't know why I thought you first thing first, bit of Vaseline will go straight every time. <laughs> or do that. No, and just just find out where you're hitting it. And also that's a great way just to try and train strike. If you're a bit yeah. more aware of it, a bit more tuned in. So yeah, strike location's very, very important. Um, for driver, not so much with irons because with irons you've not got as much gear effect or no gear effect at all. Yeah. Basically, smaller head. 
center of gravity closer no no gear effect bigger further back Uh, yeah and also he's uh, there's more room to miss with a driver there's a lot more speed and a lot more speed yeah a lot more speed so and and with that without wanting to sound stupid obviously we all want to achieve by hitting the middle of the face but actually am i right in saying that a little bit toe side like what there's like a location like yeah like a little bit side and a little bit toe side and just above the center yeah is the fastest place because the toe travels faster than the heel yeah and it'll come out a little bit higher a little bit low spin which but is what people want. You want to get the middle. Just of the aim for the middle, guys. Let's not get into that. Because <laughs> as Josh has found, the toe is not a happy place to be. It's not. But I'm playing good golf at the minute, so touch wood that carries on. Well, we'll report back in Scotland um, about the good golf. Yes, that's a month away now. What are we now? Not long. Well, Tenth. Tenth. It's exactly a month away. We'll be there. No, it's not. Next week. Month next week, we'll be there. Exciting. Month this month away from here, we'll be on the stag do. Guys, will. thanks for listening. That is this week's episode, Done and Dusted. Thank you for joining us. Look forward to speaking to you next week. See you guys.